Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host today, the one and only Maddie Goldberg, filling in for my boy Joey No Chill Prano. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. A lot of old friends. How are you guys? What were you doing right there? Why were you showing off your shirt? Well, you know how like athletes show off their shirt like. When they're playing basketball, they they get a foul and one, and they're like, "This is my jersey." Yeah. This is a uh, ice cream parlor in North Carolina, so I'm like, "Yeah, this is my ice cream parlor in North Carolina." Welcome back, Goldberg. I know that's the most Maddie way to come back. It's a strange trip we've been on. When's the last time you did dirty sports? Fuck. April. I'm gonna say April, March. March. Probably around March Madness. We went to Vegas. Yeah. Probably that was the last time. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think you were ever going to come back on the show? No, I didn't. You really thought you'd never come back? No. We're like a band, man. Like, people, when they write us, like, when you come back to Dan Reporter Dirty Sports, I'm like, never. But I'm like, listen, fucking Van Halen never said they'd come back together. And yes, I'm comparing us to Van Halen. <laughs> but they said, like, we would never get back. I, I was like, never in a million years will I ever come back here. You thought you'd never come back to my apartment? Yeah. Why? Because it's just like, you know, whatever. Shit happens, man. It's 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 life. But like, you know, you know, then things change. So it's like, okay. It's, I mean, it, it hasn't been that long. Let's, let's just be honest with everybody. No, listening. it's been about March or April. But, you know, time heals. I mean, seven, eight months. It's, yeah. it's, not like I, it's not like I'm a dad who hadn't seen my son that I, you know, didn't care about for 25 years. Yeah, I know. But it's good to be, it's great to be back. And like when people would write me and be like, will you ever come back or get back? Whatever. And I said, never in a million years. Well, I'm back. But I did say the Van Halen thing. I was like, Van Halen got back together. A lot of bands get back together. A lot of coaches, John Gruden, who thought he would be coaching the Raiders again. He's back. He and should not have come back, he's, though. But he's back in the silver and black. What do you, I, what do you make? Okay, you, if we're going to start there, that's fine. What do you make of Gruden? Well, you know, the game's probably passed him a little. And, you know, I don't think they're really focusing on Oakland. So they're focusing on Vegas. Like, well, let's get good for Vegas. Let's let's save a lot of money now. And then maybe we'll put some money in the team in Vegas. But, uh, you know, look, I could suck today, too. And they could be like, well, he came back, but he was like John Gruden. You know, I, this could be my my John Gruden second tour of duty. Compar- I could suck the, today. The comparisons out the gate are pretty interesting. You've compared us to Van Halen, and you've also now compared yourself to John Gruden. Correct. Those are some interesting comparisons. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a Can fuck. Can I get a Photoshop when someone has a chance of Maddie's body on like Eddie Van Halen with John Gruden's head and also Maddie's like left side of his body? There we go. I'm not sensitive to anything, though. You're not sensitive? No. <laughs> the funniest thing you've ever said yeah 
I've I've wise, you know, I don't give a fuck. You're sensitive. I'm like, look, I told you in the on the subway today. I'm like Bill Murray and Groundhog Day, the day where he's riding in the car, like, like just crashing it so he can wake up next morning. Uh, whatever happens, happens. I, I'm hitting rock bottom, and I'm and I don't give a fuck. I got my pills lined up on the floor. Hold on a second, though. Hold on. Before we hop into the whole sports, and we had a very interesting day down at the Coliseum going to the Rams-Seahawks game. Yeah. You're telling me you breaking up with a girl is rock bottom versus almost dying of a brain tumor? It's actually worse. <laughs> what? Did you? It, the brain tumor wasn't personal. Can you, wait, can you need water for that pill? No. Who, who eats pills without water? Listen... Whatever I need to be at my best, I need to be at my best. You worry about yourself. Okay. What is this pillow bothering you? We got we got this big Rams. No, I like pillow. this. It's nice and fluffy. It's fluffy. It's right? kind of like the Rams D. Nice and fluffy. Well, let's talk oh! about that. That's what we call a segue, guys. Should we talk about the what we saw that wasn't in the game, or should we talk about the game first? Well, we're gonna talk a lot about it. And by the way, guys, Joe Prano is currently up in Santa Cruz at this moment. Yeah, but he will make an appearance, whether it's him or me. Oh, okay. That's a you tease. Know what you mean? He, he might be coming on. Uh, yeah, you grab your water. We are going to discuss our day down at the Coliseum. It was Rams, Seahawks, and it was an event. It was a big day for the guy on my left. Matty Goldberg had never been to an NFL game. It was which awesome. We need to address that. It was awesome. They always say that NFL is the worst sport to watch live. Bullshit. It was fun. It was awesome. It was exciting. Uh, the LA Coliseum is old. I remember as a kid going to the Yale Ball. Sorry. Bill hit me. <laughs> you know the Yale Ball? The Yale Bowl? Yeah, where Yale plays. It's about the. It's like a little smaller than the Coliseum, actually. It's probably a lot smaller. Not by much. It's uh, just a giant old building. Where they play football. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the New York Giants used to play there. I, the I, Giants play I, I there. I bet you money on that. The Giants played there for a year in the seventies. If somebody wants to look that up, give me the capacity of the Yale Ball. I'm looking but it's it the up biggest, right now. Matty, it's the I, biggest, oldest piece of shit stadium ever. It seats sixty-four thousand. That's a lot of people. I mean, it doesn't sit, see 100,000 like the, the Coliseum. Well, you just said it seated close, but, but anyway. that's a big stadium. You got to admit. Okay, yeah. And it was just crappy. It's just old and crappy, and, and uh, the L.A. Coliseum is old and crappy, but it was exciting. We sat in the sun. I'm going to get a great night's sleep because the sun hit me so hard. I'm so, like, out of it, so, like, the sun makes me sleepy. But what I want to address is you're 42, Correct. Correct. How had you never been to a National Football League? Game? I like watching. I love like watching at home. Yeah, but because in you can your watch whole all life, the games. No, well, that's fine. In your whole life, you had never been. I'm not even no. trying to demean you. I'm just trying to understand. It's never happened. I'm the biggest NFL fan ever. That's what I'm saying. You yeah. never went to see your beloved Patriots. You never. No. You lived in New York. You never ne went to the Meadowlands. No, never. See the Giants. Or and the I've Jets. been to tons of baseball games, tons of basketball, hockey, you name it. Just never ended up going to. I just like being home on Sunday. You know, when you're on the East Coast, it's freezing for most of the season. So you just like, you just get like your hot chocolate and whatever shitty food you want to eat and just gorge on it and watch a lot of games well, from the comfort of your home. I really enjoyed going to the game with you because, like we just said, I mean, you're a 42-year-old man who had never gone to a game. You know what You know what the equivalent is like? 
It's like somebody who traveled in time yeah. or maybe a caveman who yeah. thawed out of ice. Dude, you guys should have seen Matty just walking into the stadium, just looking all around and being like, holy shit, this is nuts. But I was disappointed the Coliseum. The internet didn't work. The replay sucked. The sound system was terrible. Uh, they don't really show any highlights or, or live action of games during commercials. Like, get the red zone on the back of the seats. Get some fucking cup holders. And, like, come on, I mean, Matty, I, yeah. It's like one of the oldest stadiums in the country. Well, now they're, they're going to move. Yeah, but hold on a second. I believe it was built, like, I don't know, 1932. I could be wrong on that. Maybe even before that. I but, just think of OJ taking just fucking just running wild there. Marcus Allen, even Reggie Bush. A lot of USC history. The Coliseum was it broke ground in 1921. It opened in 1923. And the 1984 Olympics. Yeah, and they're going to have the Olympics there again here in a few years. But look, I think it is old. It is a dump, but that's also part of its charm. Yeah. Does that I make guess. sense? Oh, yeah, it is charming for sure. But, uh, you know... Me being a high roller, I want more accommodations with my. Yeah, but I don't. Experience. I don't want that shit. No offense. Well, we we different strokes for different. Yeah, but no. Folks. Hold on. If we're if we're at the game like you and I were, and I thought it'd be a good game, and it was. Yeah, it was a great game. If we're at the game, why do you care about all the other games going on or checking your? Because I'm a gambler, and I got to know what the other games are going on. And then I why come to a fucking game? I just told you. You go. Why haven't you been to a game? And I told you why. And then you're like, Why did you go to the game? But then, but then, why? When I said, Hey, come to the game with me. I had a great time. Okay, so you had a good time. I had a great fucking time. Now we sat in kind of a this cheap seats. You know the cheaper seats. And on the hot section. On the sun side. Yeah, on the away side. Shade section. And there's as Shabelli would say. Yeah, uh, Shabelli, you know that rich, fucking, uh, blue blood trust fund. Motherfucker has like <laughs> the nicest fucking seats. Maybe it's because his grandpa was on the team, but you know he wasn't sitting up where we were. We, it was getting dangerous by the end of the day. Well, I told Maddie where we're sitting because we were on a lot of Seahawks fans. Yeah. I said, where we're sitting, there's probably going to be fights. And there was. And you made a great observation. I thought you go when this game starts. It was a 125 game. Exactly. It's calm. It's cool. Everybody's yeah. cordial. Yeah. It's like, oh, Seahawk fan. Oh, cool. Hey, you know, good run a few years ago. Blah, blah, blah. And then by the third, fourth quarter, yeah. by the end of the night, it's like these guys. I mean, how many Russell Wilson jerseys did we see? Like thousands. By the end of the day, these guys were like trying to fight anybody with a Russell Wilson jersey. <laughs> They're like, Russell Wilson, fuck you. Hey, Russell Wilson over there, fuck you. And it's literally a guy with like a wife and a little daughter. And they're like, Russell Wilson, fuck you. But see, that's why I like the Coliseum because it's still savage. Yeah. And like I was saying, once they move into the new stadium in Inglewood, not going to be like that. It's going to be a bunch of white people. Well, Where the Colise- they, they're building a beautiful mall there, too. Yeah, the Coliseum is a bunch of like, let's, let's just be honest. It's a bunch of Mexicans. So- well, here, well, here's the greatest thing we saw. Do you want to do this? When we went to take a piss at the end of the game. What happened in the bathroom? So the game's over, and we'll, and we'll get to the game, of course. Yeah. We go to take a leak. We stuck around for a minute because it, it's a disaster leaving you gotta the stadium. You got to wait. You got to wait. Right? So we let the traffic funnel out. Yeah. And this black dude walks. This is the funniest story ever. This black dude walks 
out of the stall. The shit stall. And he goes, man, it's so nasty in there. I can't even take my shit. And then Matt, what did you say to him, Matt? I said, dude, when you got to go, you got to go. I'm a guy who pooped at the Grand Central Station or Port Authority in New York City, like the bus station. So I'm like, when you got to shit, you got to shit. And that's what I said to him. And what did he say back? He goes, man, in prison, the bathrooms are better. <laughs> He's like, I can't even shit here. They do a better job cleaning the toilets in prison. So this dude claims that the bathrooms, clearly confessing that he's been to prison, the, that the bathrooms and the penitentiaries are cleaner than at L.A. Coliseum. Yeah, which that's pretty sad. I wouldn't argue. I've never been to prison, but look, it's a dump. Grant, I mean, this is a, a stadium where you take one piss or two peas, you make sure you don't have to take a deuce, and you get the fuck out of there because the facilities are rough. Yeah. Uh, they were stored like Long Island, the uh, the New York Islanders. Right before they left the Nassau Coliseum, they were using porta potties. That's how bad it was there. So this is like the L.A. Coliseum is a step above, I guess, porta potties. But there's a lot of porta potties right outside. Well, th- a big fight broke out in our section. I yeah. want to say end of third quarter. Yeah. And the police came, and I missed what initially happened, but all we saw was. Police and security, and there's this guy with the Seahawks jersey, and all the Rams fans are are cheering when he gets kicked out, and he's giving them the double middle finger. Yeah. So it's amazing, Maddie. At this point, because it's a, it's an important part of the game. Yeah, it's a backdoor cover, which I got fucked with. No, the Seahawks were still in the game at this point. Yeah, but I, I yeah, they're down by ten. With no, like, no, they weren't down by ten. This is third quarter. Okay. So he's giving the whole section the double middle finger, right? Yeah. And everyone's yelling at him. And then at one point when he does that, some savage <laughs> throws a beer, which the beer then sprays all over this black woman's face. And she's like, oh, fucking hell no. She loses her shit. And then a dude ends up punching her in the face in the face. And I was trying to film it, but we were like, we were like. 10 rows away, and I didn't have a good angle, yeah. and I'm not even paying attention to the game. I'm trying to get this shit on, you know, my fucking, or Maddie's phone at this point, because my phone had died, and the best part is, this dude storms out of our row, and he's like, this is, of course, a white yeah. guy. He goes, this is so offensive. I can't take this anymore to yeah. all his friends. He goes, a woman was just hit. I will not tolerate that. He's making this big scene, especially around, like, all these fucking like guys who don't care. Well, literally, he was doing it two feet away from me, and all I care about is covering the goddamn spread. And I can't. I'm like, shut the fuck up already. Like, because the game is like the the Seahawks are moving the ball, and he's right in front of me, going, "A woman got punched in the face. A woman got punched in the face. I am not. I am out. I am out." Like he's making a big proclamation. I'm like, dude. Sh- Get the fuck out of my face. So I say to him in front of everybody to kind of make him look stupid. I go, dude, all these players you're watching on the field punch women in the face. Stop trying to grandstand, right? Like you're so above this because a woman got punched in the face. You're watching a game full of fucking women beaters. Let me let me just say this about what uh, Ruther, because he's yelled at me before at Dodger Stadium for cursing in front of children. Now, at an NFL game, Andy knows better that like, this is like savage. NFL is NC-17. 
So I let out a few F-bombs in the first quarter, and I noticed there was a family near us. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry, Andy. You're like, nah, I don't give a fuck. You bring your kids here, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> well, that's... Like, this is a whole war zone. This is not Dodger Stadium in, in June. Well, it's not. Like, like my. I told you this. I think... NFL games, we see them every week on social yeah. media. It yeah. doesn't matter the team, the city. Just brawls. Brawls, fights break out. Yeah. You see the transformation of the fans from the first quarter to, to the, the fourth quarter. Yeah. And yeah, like I said this to you. I would not want to bring my kids to LA Coliseum. I think the family left at halftime. They did. Was, yeah, because they were like, okay, it's getting a little crazy. It was it was a guy, it was a white dude with his Asian wife. The guy's a total cuck. I mean, he was a definition. He was of like talk. scared of me. He was this guy, this guy was scared of Goldberg. <laughs> Goldberg kept dropping f bombs about the goddamn point spread. <laughs> Good stuff, though. Oh, I've hit rock bottom. You had fun, didn't you? Uh, thank you, man. I can't. It wasn't make a wish. You want? You're like, can I do that joke? Of course you can. I well, let's talk about blush. the actual game, and we'll get through all these games. Yeah. I said this when we left the stadium, and I meant it, in, on the train on the way back. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say it on air. Yep. If the Los Angeles Rams defense does not change, they will not win a single playoff game. You, you heard it here first, because right now they're, they're basically in position, right, Matty, to have a bye, which yep. means they would face somebody in the divisional round. Guys, the L.A. Rams defense got destroyed Last week in New Orleans, the, the passing game. This week at home, they gave up 270 rushing yards to the Seahawks. They gave up 32 points. They gave up 32 points in a game that basically came down to the end, a bad Russell Wilson pass yeah. within the 20-yard line. The Los Angeles Rams defense, their offense we all know is amazing. The Rams defense is extremely suspect. Yes. And if they don't change it, I don't know if they can win a playoff game. Yeah, I mean the teams will tighten up, and the and the, the you know they have to play the Panthers, who don't judge the Panthers by Thursday because we don't know much about the Thursday how healthy they were or whatever. But if they have to play a team like the Panthers or even the Vikings again, who might be a little better by then, like the defense sucks. It's it's just they're like Swiss cheese. Uh, everybody's complaining about Marcus Peters. Maybe when Talib comes back. They'll get a little stronger, but it's either, you know, the, the the Saints, you know, just went wild on them last week, and I get it's the Saints, but the Seahawks couldn't do anything last week against the Chargers, and they had no problem moving the ball up and down the field. But it's not just Peters. We all know how good the Rams' D-line is as yeah. far as sacks and stuff, sure. and they got a lot of sacks on Wilson today. Yep. Guys, they rushed, again, for 270 yards. Russell Wilson himself... Rushed for 90 yards. I mean, when I saw the game, too, I even told you this. I'm like, every read option, Russell Wilson has the whole half the field. If he if he takes it, he can run for 20 yards. And they just started doing that. And they just started moving the ball and moving the ball. And, yeah, I mean, you don't want to have to always outscore your opponent. You could you could use a nice 23-6 to six game or something like that. And the Rams aren't getting any of those. Their, their offense is always being put to the test to, like, carry them. And that's not, not how we thought the season would go because they got all these all-stars. They got their Sue. They got their Peters. They got their Tlaib. You know, it's like, wow, they have an all-star defensive team, and it's not working out. Look, I think they can turn it around. 
I do. That's why I'm saying they have to turn it around. They have to. But no one's denying, look, the Rams, the record is what it is, yeah. right? You are what your record is, sure. as Bill Parcells says. They're 8-1. and one. They're a top two seed right now. But I firmly believe that. Guys, if they don't change their defense, they're not going to win a playoff game. And next week, they got to play probably the second best offense in the NFL, the Chiefs. Arguably the first best. Yeah. 1A, 1, Saints, Chiefs. You can go either way. And then the Rams are right there, too. Yeah. What do you think of Russell Wilson's play today? I'm a Russell Wilson fan. I mean, he's the, he is the only guy on that team. Like, when you look at that team, you don't, like, go, wow, he's got these weapons around him. I mean, he's doing everything on his own with a very – Legion of Boom is gone. He is the team. Here's my thing about so Russell Wilson. I have no problem with him. I'm a, I'm a Russell Wilson fan. He, he had some sa- – he took some bad sacks – he had some bad turnovers. The fumble. But he's pressing because he is the team. But look, he still makes the throws a lot of times when he has to. He didn't at the end. That's on him. But I know Joe's not here and we always have this debate. But, dude, he did something again today. Russell Wilson now joins Dan Marino and Peyton Manning as the only quarterbacks in NFL history to throw 20 touchdown passes or more in their first seven seasons. So, to me, that's not, that's not a cherry-picked stat. Of, of the whole history of the NFL, only three guys in their first seven seasons have thrown 20 or more touchdowns to start their career. So, this whole thing of like, oh, you know, he's this or he's that. Well, I think your numbers kind of say what you are. I don't have a problem with him. I mean... He's going to have a couple bad years, like they might not make the playoffs this year, but they'll rebuild some weapons around him, and then they'll come right back to being a Super Bowl contender because he's that good. You think he's that good? He's a Super Bowl quarterback. So, I mean, all they got to do is put more weapons around him and rebuild the defense, and they'll be fine again. What do you think about Jared Goff? Let's move to the other side. I like Jared. He misses a few. He missed a few. You know, we noticed he missed a few wide-open guys. But the guy is a competitor. I really love the way he played last week. They're down by 21. And I could just see he was like really like getting on the sideline to his guys. Like, let's not quit. Let's not quit. And it was pretty impressive. They were down 35-14 last week and they came back. And again, like, yes, he has Gurley. But he's got to carry the team because they give up a lot of points. Yeah. Like, he knows he's got to put up a lot of points. So I'm a fan. Forget about the sun or whatever the fuck that a couple years ago. He, he's the real deal. But, again, he had a really bad playoff game last year. I know it was his first playoff game. This year, he's got to really show up. You he know? can't miss open throws, though. No. He missed about two or three wide-open guys today. Big big gains that would have happened yeah. if they caught the ball. But, look, overall, again. The, no problem with him. The offense is clicking. It's the defense. I mean, it's a little easier with him because he has so many weapons. You know, he's got he's got one of the top three running backs, and then he's got just really. I mean, watching Robert Woods play, how did the Bills give up this guy? I mean, he's not Randy Moss, but he's just so consistent and solid. He's a good quality. And Brandon Cooks too. They're all great. Cooper yeah. Cup, who got hurt again. I love him. I love his game, but it looks like he'll probably be out for a few weeks. Again. Yeah. Well, overall, it was a great game. Uh, I'm glad that we got to enjoy a game that basically went down to the end. We saw fights. We saw disgusting bathrooms. We saw it all. And Maddie, Oh, we should talk about the subway ride home. Before we get to that, I was about to say, oh, yeah. I want to thank my friends at SeatGeek for helping take you to your first 
ever Rams game. Guys, I got my tickets for the game on SeatGeek, the only app you should ever use if you're going to go to any sort of sports event, comedy show, music festival, you name it. You want to go to a Van Halen reunion tour? SeatGeek. They'll have tickets available. And what I like about SeatGeek is we knew exactly where we were going to be sitting, which I love. I knew we were going to be kind of up towards, you know, in the nosebleeds area. I knew we were going to be in a section where fans were going to be out of control. So Dirt Balls, if you want to use SeatGeek, it's real simple because you get $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. Just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. And I think I'm going to be using SeatGeek for Chargers, Bengals, and maybe upcoming USC, Notre Dame. All great spots to get my tickets on uh, using SeatGeek. All right, so you want to talk about the subway, the subway ride home. Yeah, I mean, there was only one really funny story, but I've never seen this before. Uh, it was very crowded. A lot of drunk uh, sports fans. There's two sides, of course. There's the side where the door opens, and then there's the side where the door doesn't open, but there's a door there. So I'm, like, leaning against the door where there's you can't get out. And there's a drop because it's like we're in the air, like, on a bridge, and it's, like, probably 30 feet in the air. This guy keeps saying to me, excuse me, I'm trying to get out. <laughs> He's like, can you move? I'm trying to get out. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, that's the other side, numbnuts. And everybody's getting out on the other side. This guy's so drunk, it's more than 30 feet. We're on a bridge going back from the Coliseum to uh, the west side where I live. He's trying, guys, if you understand this, he's trying to exit the doors on the train that won't open. Dumb fuck. And he's trying to basically push them open. If he walks out this, he falls off a bridge and dies. And Maddie and I both, did you catch this? Straight to the guy's face, we both called him retarded. Yeah, I was like, what the fuck? I was so hungry and like miserable and like hot. So I was just like, what are you fucking retarded? I and then like, I the said it too. I was like, dude, you were fucking retarded? And then everybody was like, yeah, you tell him. And it was funny fuck him. because normally in this day and age when you call somebody retarded, people would be offended. Everybody was laughing at him. Yeah. They were like, if he wants to die, let him die. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it's one less drunk asshole. <laughs> How drunk do you have to be to go out the wrong doors on the train? 50 feet, too. Like, a you're dead. foot drop. You walk out, you're dead. I know. Fucking idiot. Yeah. People get hammered at those games, they man. Yeah, so fucking. I mean, like, you're, t- you're dealing with people that, like, are hammered before the game starts. Yeah. Like, and then the winner. I've never seen the whole tailgating thing, like, the Winnebago's and shit. And You've never seen that? It's insane. So you've never been to a college game, either. No, that must be even crazier. I feel like this is a TV show or a YouTube I show. I want to get a Winnebago and, and tailgate. It looks like so much fun. <laughs> but I need the red zone at least. You can't even drive a car. Like I walk You want to get a Winnebago? I walked by. There was like a disco. And these big fat ladies were dancing like to like, you know, like shitty disc, like whatever, like regular pop music. And they're like dancing at like 1240 in the afternoon. I'm like, what the fuck am I looking at? I think this is a show. Have you seen that? Yeah. Like it's where they play music and shit? It's called tailgating. You've never been to a tailgate? Well, I mean, I can see like, you know, the, what the Bills do where they Maddie, throw th- people through tables. I, again, I feel like you're a guy who just got thought out of ice. Maddie. every sports team, college, 
pro, even hold on, even high school. Yeah, they tailgate a lot of times. I've never experienced that. Do you I know, know what a tailgate is? I know what it is, but I didn't know you have a fucking disco. Yeah, people bring music. They drink. They play. They play drinking games. Well, the cornhole I get. They bring TVs. Yeah, TV I get. They but cook. But I don't want to see some fat broads dancing. This is this is mind blowing. Like you've not, you didn't know what ta- this is. What I'm saying. This is a show. We take you on the road, or you go on the road and see the best tailgates, and you like t- take you down to like SEC country. Oh, or something. I love that shit. And you just check out tailgate from town to town. Yeah, that'd be awesome. I so, love that. It's mind blowing to me. Yeah, I would. I just want to want to do it in like North Dakota in the winter time. Like those guys probably like are like Minnesota, where those guys are like at six in the morning, like ice fishing, and then tailgating ice fishing at the game. I can't believe you'd never seen a tailgate. Well, there's 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 a start for everything, man. I feel like I put I've, that on my Wikipedia. Whoever the jackass who always does is Wikipedia. Maddie Goldberg's never been to a tailgate. I feel like I've opened your world today. Yeah, man, it was an interesting day. I mean, I've been <laughs> look. I I watch football every, every Sunday, probably for the last fucking thirty years of my life, thirty two years of my life, and. Uh, you know, and you had never been to a game. No, so I'm always like just get all cozy. Sunday, you know, it, nowadays with the London games, I watch four games in a row starting at six in the morning. I don't miss a minute of that six a.m. game, but I never been to a live game. Were you mad you missed any of the games today? No, because I want to experience this. It was a great opportunity, and. You know, missing the Raiders, Chargers, Green Bay, Miami. I could live without those two games. Well, yeah, those games, I agree. You could live without. But let's talk about some of the games sure. that we did miss. I did watch those at home. What about what about the Saints? Can we talk about the New Orleans Saints right now? I was high on the Bengals. You were? Yeah, because I'm like, they're coming off a bye. The Saints are going to have kind of a letdown trap game because they really solidified themselves last week. And I'm like, they're gonna, they're never the same on the road. But God, did they look like a juggernaut? I mean, they put up 35 points on the road in Cincinnati. Who's playing better than New Orleans right well, they, now? Well, no, they put 55 points. I know, but I'm saying, I, I'm sorry, I meant by half. Yeah, it was just sick. They're the number one team right now in the football. In the, in the NFL. Yeah. No one's playing better than New Orleans. No, Saints. I mean their defense is not as bad as the Rams, but it's a little suspect. But there, I mean. When you get down to the quarterbacks at the end, you're like, of the teams, like, you got Mahomes, you got Goff, you got Breeze. You go, who do you go with? You got to go with Drew Breeze. Who's your MVP right now? Gun to your head. Because we kind of discussed this during the game. I'm going to say Breeze or Mahomes. I, it, it was Mahomes, Gurley second, and then Breeze is just taking it over. So you think Drew Breeze is your... NFL MVP right now. Right now. But Pat Mahomes, if they go 15-1 and the Saints lose a game or two, I would give it to Mahomes. I mean, it still hasn't been decided, but right now, season ended, I would go Brees. You go Drew Brees. What about yourself? Here's hard. Here's what kills me about Brees. He's never gotten one. So, like, the compassionate side of me says, Brees should get a fucking MVP, right? Yeah. But Mahomes is also putting up a, st- a statistical year that we've never seen before. For a first-year guy, too. That's what I'm saying. It's insane. So it's tough to say, well, how can you not give it to Mahomes? Well, the season isn't over yet. That's the thing. 
I mean, you can't go either. You can't go wrong either way. I I don't think there's one guy that like I'm like it's Breeze, and if it's not Breeze, you're dumb. To I'm me, like, it's between those two. Yeah, you nothing can go against Gurley. I love love me some Todd Gurley. Yeah. How fun is he to watch live? God, he's fucking just right? he flies through the holes. Yeah. And he's great at catching passes too. He's fun to watch. Yeah. But to me, yeah, it's Breeze and Mahomes. I don't know, man. It's tough. It's. Uh, I mean, the season isn't over yet, too. Yeah. So, like, if if the Chiefs drop two games and the Saints go fifteen and one, then it's Breeze. But if it, vice versa, it could go either way. Yeah. I mean, those are the only three guys I really see being the MVP. Do you see anybody else outside of those three? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's a good question. But the days like today, I don't know. Like Mahomes, he had a good game, but he only put up 26 points at home against Arizona. I'm saying, like, Breeze is putting up 50 points on the road. Not that Cincinnati's a great team, but they came into the game 5-3. and three, You know what I'm saying? Like, he's doing this against quality opponents. Like I said, right now it's Breeze. You put Drew Breeze as your yes. MVP. Correct. I might not disagree with that. Yeah. All right, let's go through these games. Let's talk about the Falcons-Browns. Huge loss for Atlanta. Yeah, I think Atlanta, you know, they needed, like I have a buddy who's a big Falcons fan, like, look, every game is a playoff game pretty much. They don't have any margin for error being in a division with the Panthers and the Saints. And it's like, you go in Cleveland, you got to win. They didn't get the job done. Maybe Greg Williams is going to turn that team around a little. Uh, they had some big plays. Nick Chubb had a 90-yard run. And, you know, I, I'm thinking they're going to be a lot better without you, Jackson, obviously, the Browns. What are your thoughts on Baker Mayfield? I like him. I think he's really good. I mean, you, you know. he's really good? You can't really tell yet. I mean, you need, uh, you need like three or five years to yeah. really determine a quarterback. You know what it was? When I started stand-up, they're like, Nobody can judge you in stand-up for five years. Five years. And I think that goes for quarterbacks, too. That's a good, that's a good, uh, that's know, a good barometer. It's like a five-year, you need a five-year uh, sample before you can be judged, whether you're, you're a bust, whether you're good, whether you suck. So, like, we see guys like Sam Darnold has moments that are like, wow, this guy's going to be great. And then he has moments like, wow, this guy's going to suck. But we don't really know. Yeah. We don't know. And I don't – Mayfield has, like, moxie, though. He's got this kind of oh, cocky – the old word. That's what all the old-timers love to use, moxie. I'm 42. He's got this confidence that's kind of, like, annoying. But if you're a Browns fan, like, we need a fucking guy to be an asshole. Like, a refreshing, cocky asshole. Because we're losers. We need a, we need a guy like that. How all are the right. comments? Uh, I mean, I, I see there, there's a fair amount of comments, you know, they, they're taking shots at me. No, no. YouTube is lit. It seems like a lot of things are going on right now, which which I love to see. There were a lot of games we missed today, though, that nobody saw. Did you see the Bills putting up 41 points? I saw the over hitting, but I thought the Jets would win. I mean, uh, the over under was 38. So I'm like, you got to take the over no matter what. But. The the Bills have had two surprising wins. The the Vikings game they were seventy point seventeen point dogs, they killed the Vikings, and then this one they were, you know, Eric Barkley coming off the street, or Matt Barkley. You know, nobody uh, expected the Bills to do anything. Yeah, but are we really that surprised they were playing? The Jets are not very good, so they're that's what I'm saying. They were due for a win. I, it's not like they're going to carry this momentum into next week. 
They play a good team. They're going to get smashed. You know, the Jets aren't going anywhere. So it was just two bad teams. Well, I want to get to a game that my boy, Mr. No Chill. Oh, boy. Joey, my co-host. Yeah. Joey Prano is not here to talk about, but I know he's got a lot of feelings on it. Oh, he's got a lot of feelings. His boy, Marcus Mariota. Yeah, his second son. Put up a big W on your Patriots. 34 to 10. A beatdown. A lot of ex-Patriots on that Titans team. A lot of ex-Patriots. In fact, I'm going to read a text from Joe. Our tweet. Now, this is a text he sent me. Uh-oh. Be sure to mention when you cover the Pats game that since Maddie blamed Dak and Garrett last week, that I'm wondering if this week was Brady Belichick or if maybe Mariota is good. Question mark. Five-year sample sale, dude. He needs a five. I can't tell. It's undetermined. So Prano's come at you hard about Marcus Mariota. Here's the thing about uh, Mr. No Chill. Should I I let it all out? You tell me, bro. Okay, for the last two years, he wants beef with me. (laughs) He's, like, been, like, poking me. He's been pushing my buttons. He tweets stuff at me all the time. And he wants me to go back at him. He's just waiting for me to say one little thing to go back at him. And then he's just going to hammer me. So for two years... I've strategically have not poked Mr. No Chill, the big scary bear of Venice. I have not poked him because I know he goes zero to 2,000. He is Mr. No Chill. He would destroy me because I can be like, Eli Manning sucks. And he's like, you're a loser and you should die in hell. And your family hates you and your dog hates you and your niece and nephew hate you because you're a piece of garbage. You know, he takes it to, like, a really dark place. So I never want to go there with him. I'm thinking, I am so low. I'm so down. My life has turned such a shit. Wouldn't it be a great way? Wouldn't it be a great hill to die on? To start beef with Mr. No Chill and have him just destroy me. What's your beef? Well, I could say a lot of things to him to get him going. Like... Or I can just pretend to be him, like, giving me the business. I mean, look, I feel bad for him, though. I mean, I know, he, like, anybody I like, he doesn't like. So it's like, I was like, Kirk Cousins is good. And he had to prove that Kirk Cousins sucks. Kirk Cousins is mediocre, if that's all I'll say. So I was wrong. I don't know if Marcus Mariota's good. We, we talked about it, how... In that division, we'd rather have Andrew Luck and or Deshaun Watson over Mariota. So he's the third best quarterback in his division. Well, Prano agreed to that. We actually discussed that last episode. But I feel bad for Mr. Prano. I mean, he he's a passionate sports fan. And he's been following the shitty New York Giants with that shitty Eli Manning who should who's so washed up and that shitty attitude of Odell Beckham who's We'll go down in history. One playoff game, two Mr. Butterfingers drop passes. That's what his legacy is right now. So that's all I got to say, buddy. And, oh, yeah, the Knicks suck, too. I mean, I feel bad for him. So it's like all he has is to, like, pick on the Patriots. You know, he's always got to put stuff about them cheating, always this, this. Every time they lose this, it's like he's jealous of, like, 
you know, the cool people are the winners, and he's got to take sh- shots at them. But hold on. Obviously, Prano's not here to defend himself, but I feel like in a way I have to defend him as my co-host. All right, no worries. In this regard, his team has beaten your Patriots the two times they faced. Of course, recently. but we're talking about 2018. Okay. I, I think Eli Manning's had a fine career, but he's he sucks right now. He's holding the Giants back. Uh, Odell Beckham doesn't help the situation just because he's such a pain in the ass on the sidelines. So, I mean, I'm you know, I'm just having a little fun, too, you know, with Joe, and he knows that. Yeah. But I, I kind of want him to finish me off. <laughs> I'm so low. <laughs> nothing would be better, you know, because I like pain. I, I realize that I'm used to pain. It sounds like S&M, bro. Yeah, so, like, having Joe tell me I'm a piece of shit and I'm not talented and that my sister hates me and that I live in my sister's basement and I will never amount to anything which I haven't had anyway because I'm 42 fucking years old. Like, Joe, bring it on. Say anything you want. But I'll say this. Right now, Eli Manning sucks. I think Joe would agree with you right now. I hope so. Because if not, we're not watching the same game. Now, you guys might disagree about Odell Beckham Jr. Ugh, he's so annoying to watch. What do you think about Odell? Look, he's got all the talent in the world, but, you know, it doesn't help when he's screaming for the ball all the time and, you know, it's just, it becomes about him. And, you know, like I said, his one playoff game, he was terrible. Would you want, o- who the fuck is that? Would you want Odell on your team? Um, maybe. Scared the shit out of me. Who is that? Probably the mayor. Holy crap. You all right? Yeah. Scared the shit out of me, right? Right, yeah. Um, you know when you want Odell Beckham on your team? Like when Des Bryant went to the Saints, I know that was like a terrible tragedy that he got hurt. It's not, though. Real quick. Real but, quick. Hold on a second. Yeah. I want to bring that up. I'm glad you brought that up, Matt. Sure. The Saints scored 51 points today without Des Bryant. Yeah, they don't need him. Both Joe and I agreed last episode. We thought Des Bryant might mess with the Saints' team chemistry. Sure. Guys, the Saints are locked and loaded and rolling. I think his injury is the best thing that happened to the Saints. That, that's a very good point. And that's the thing with Odell Beckham. When he finally leaves the Giants and he'll go to a contending team, they'll be like, look, just play, do your thing. As soon as you start getting a little crazy, you're gone. Yeah. We're going to cut you. And that's probably what they said to Des Bryant. We're like, we know you had tantrums on the sidelines of Dallas. You're screaming you want the ball. Like, as soon as you do that, you're out of here. Like, you're you're in an opportunity to go to the Super Bowl this year. Like, you got to play the team game. As soon as you become the diva... Like the wide receiver diva, you're gone. If you're running the New York Giants, yeah, what moves are you making? Well, I'm firing my coach already. Yeah, Shermer, done. Pat Shermer reminds me of Rod Marinelli meets Marty Morningwig. Like good <laughs> coordinators, terrible head coaches. Okay, so they're like decent coordinators. Shermer did a good job in Minnesota last year. Uh, you know, you can't really judge him coaching uh, the Browns because they're, they're such a mess for years. But, like, he has not done anything to, like, inspire you as a coach, to, like, you know, play above your level of talent. He's done nothing. And it's a mess there. You know, there's too much Odell Beckham on the sidelines going nuts. And it's just, you know, I don't even know if they're a 1-8 team. You know, they might be a 3-5 and five team or a 500 team. But right now they're 118 because he's doing nothing to inspire them or make them better. But we all agree Saquon Barkley 
is awesome. He's something special. He is awesome. Like, he is a once-in-a-lifetime running back. And that's the thing, because you don't know how long he's going to be a one-in-a-lifetime running back. Those guys only last, like, four or five years. So you blow up the team. Well, the team is blown up as it is. But I'm saying— You need a new quarterback. Eli, you're done. You're done. You you get rid of Odell. Um, Be honest. You get a coach in there, and it's like, look, you act up, you're out of here. Like, we can't have you on the sidelines kicking kicking equipment and shit like that. <laughs> I'm just laughing? picturing Farino listening to this. Oh, he's going to lose. Well, no, it's not going to be him. He's, he's going to go, I don't. I don't fucking listen to this show when I'm not on. He's going to listen. But I have disciples, and they're going to call me. They're probably calling him right now. They're like, Goldberg is teeing off on you, and he's all ready to go. He's all, he's like, your girlfriend left you, you fucking loser. Go fucking kill yourself. She left you because you're ugly, you fuck. I can just do him. You fucking little piece of shit. Oh. Kill yourself. You're cheating patriots. Matty Goldberg. I'm dead. It but I'm already dead, so it doesn't matter. You are not dead. You are alive. You saw your first NFL game today. Dude, I am dead. Prano already buried me about two years ago. It's going to be worse this time. <laughs> and he wanted it. He's been wanting to do this for years. So you know what? I give it to you on a silver platter, Joe. Destroy me. End me. It's, it, I don't know what to make of all this, Matty. Hey, man. You, you hit like a certain rock bottom. And do, you just like let it pour it on. I'm surprised you didn't want to open that fucking subway train door and jump off the goddamn I bridge. wanted to. I did. No, you didn't. You wanted to come back to my place and get some pizza. Well, you did have some nice pizza. You, like, you like that? You, Dude, the Coca-Cola was delicious. The ice is amazing. Nothing's better than Coca-Cola with ice, people. You know what, Matty? I'll just yeah. say this much, buddy. I was like, who can I take to that game today? I thought I could take a girl, I could bring her back, and then give her some of that fucking Sunday post-football game D. Or I could, you know, do a make-a-wish and bring my boy Matty G. I could still, I could still uh, give you a blowjob after this. With those teeth? Yeah. You'd probably be, you'd probably be, be terrible. You'd be awful. You'd be giving yeah. gator head. Yeah. You ever hear that term? No. But I get I I'm, I have an idea what that means. Yeah, it just means she's using too much teeth. Yeah. I don't know if it's f- that popular, but I've used it since high school. Well, there you go. You never heard of pecker checker. What's pecker checker? When we were in the toilets, we were pissing, and they're I was, right next to each other. And I was like saying, like, why don't they just have troughs here? And you're like, yeah, that Rickley Field. And I'm like, are you a pecker checker? That's a good one. Well, I guess it rhymes. Well, let's go through some more of these games, buddy. Okay. All right. Redskins, Bucks. Is Fitzmagic over? He now he throws for four hundred yards. I but, saw, but uh, also zero touchdowns, two interceptions. I saw a great like. Uh, I guess the meme, or I don't even know. That's no, not a meme. I don't even know what they are. But like a yeah, meme of Fitzpatrick. It was called the Fitzpatrick cycle. Yeah, that's been going around for two months, bro. Yeah. You think that's true? Yeah. So he's starting to suck. I mean, they're just like, he moved the ball. I watched the beginning of the game. But, you know, he, they're moving the ball in the first quarter. He throws a pick at the end zone. Like, these picks at the wrong time are just fucking terrible. Let's talk about the NFC East then. Yeah, it's a bad division. It's a bad division, but tonight the Cowboys, I think, surprised everybody. Yeah. They go on the road. 
And they they looked pretty well in Philly. They win. Yep. Who do you like to win this division? The Redskins. But I think, it, it, again, the Redskins won a few years ago. I think they were 9-7 and seven or 10-6. They were 9-7 and seven under They're going to be the worst 9-7 and seven division winning champs in a long time. Like, they're not a good football team by any means. So, currently, they're 6-3. and three. Dallas and Philly are both 4-5, and five, and the Giants are 1-7. I mean, when they played the Saints on Monday night, that's like what the Redskins will do against a good team. Lose 47-3. to three. So we're saying that's a team the Rams with the shitty Rams defense right now could beat. Yeah, I don't know if they'll beat the Panthers. They'll beat the Redskins. You give the so you like. I feel like you like the Panthers. They just took a beating, and I mean a beating. I know, but you can't go by these Thursday games. Why not? Because sometimes teams are tired and they're like not really prepared. They don't like Thursday games. So you put nothing into Thursday games. I do, and I don't. I also don't really like Cam Newton on the road, but if the Rams' defense plays this bad, anything can happen. You know, Cam Newton can get hot. He's got a lot of weapons, and, you know, they can surprise people. But the the NFC is top-heavy, and then it just drops. So when you say top-heavy in the NFC, you like... The Rams and the Saints, and that's it. And that's it. Yeah. What about Chicago? I mean, you know what? They're overachieving. But they're like preparing for a next year or two years in the future. So they're on the right direction, but in no way are they in the same class as the Rams or the Saints. But don't you think a, a Chicago defense and guys like Khalil Mack who can really create turnovers and cause problems come playoffs, they can make games interesting? Yeah, they can, but again, they're not in the same class as the Saints or the Rams. Like they're really like next year and two years is when the Bears are really going to make a move. The Vikings, I'll take the L on Kirk Cousins. He he came there to be the guy, to be the franchise, to take him to the next level. The quarterback, they have a good team, but the quarterback play is very mediocre. It's like they're getting deeper plays, but too many turnovers. So there's not much difference between him and Case Keenum. That makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Like Case Keenum didn't throw long passes, but he didn't turn the ball over. Yeah. Kirk Cousins throws long passes, but he turns the ball over. I gotcha. So it's like it doesn't really matter. It's like a wash. Eagles, do they make the playoffs? I'm going to say no. After tonight's loss? No, they just seem out of sync. Yeah. There's like a weird Super Bowl 8-8, eight 7-9 and eight, and nine hangover. Sure. Don't come at me, Eagles fans. Like, you won the Super Bowl last year. You you're you're in it. You lost to the Cowboys on Monday night. Don't think you deserve to make the playoffs this year. Well, I want to bring up something. Yeah. You're talking about Eagles fans. Yeah. We saw a lot of this today. This has got you worked up. I don't understand. I mean, I get it. No, but this gets me very worked up. All right, I'll, I'll take a sip of soda while you... You take a sip of soda. Guys, we go to the game. It's a Rams-Seahawks game. The amount of cheddar dicks in L.A. Coliseum wearing jerseys, hats, T-shirts, sweatpants of other teams was mind-blowing to me. Mind-blowing. I get it. L.A., it's a transient city. People have moved here like me from all over the country. No way, shape, or form, in any way, can you wear a jersey or apparel from a team that's not playing in the fucking game. And I saw so many Eagles fans doing it today. You're at a fucking... Rams, Seahawks game wearing a Carson Wentz jersey. 
Well, what the fuck are you doing? They're not playing. Literally, in the words of Joe, since he's not here, I will do it for him. Kill yourself. Walk to the very top of the Coliseum and just jump off. They're not fucking playing. Who are these people? And I tweeted this out. I, I was taking pictures the whole game. The whole game I was taking pictures until my phone died. Guy wearing an Andrew Luck jersey. Guy wearing a fucking Kevin Jones, whoever, Lions jersey. People in Eagles jerseys. And I put this on our Twitter feed. I call it the, forget the kiss cam, we have the cheddar dick cam. And I want you guys to do that who listen to the show. When you're at a sporting event and somebody's wearing apparel from t- from a player or a team that's not playing, please tweet at us at the Dirty Sports and we will retweet it. That is the cheddar dick cam. And I put this out on Twitter and people are defending it. Who are you people? I don't even wear a Reds hat. Not even a hat. If I go to like a Dodgers Giants game, I will not wear a Cincinnati Reds hat to the game because they're not fucking playing. You're a fucking loser. A loser. Uh, That is the biggest cheddar dick move. Fucking kill yourself. There was a guy on the train on the way back in a full Randy Moss outfit. He had the pants on too. (laughs) He had a Randy Moss jersey from the Vikings. Randy Moss pants. The Vikings were nowhere near L.A. today. Who are these people? Who is the guy sitting by us wearing an and you're wearing an Andrew Luck jersey? You're wearing a Colts jersey to a Seahawks Rams game. Andrew Luck has never even played for the fucking Rams or Seahawks. Take me through your thought process. See, I find it dumb, but I don't get worked up. It's like whatever. But I understand your point. It's dumb. It's not just dumb. It's retarded. Why would you put on a jersey of a guy who's not playing? It's like me. Dude, I love the Cincinnati Reds. If I go to a Dodgers game, I just wear whatever. I just don't wear sports clothes. We should wear clothes. Yeah, so I just don't wear sports clothes. I mean, who are these people? Who are these people? You don't find that you don't find no, that I, as we, ridiculous. We, no, I, I do, but I don't get like anger. Like I don't, I I have to fight other battles in this world. But I totally get your point. It is like you made you mentioned the other week about how like the London games. It's like just everybody's wearing different uniforms. It's it's silly. It's understandable it's like, in let, London. Let's not turn this into London. Yeah, like, like if you like the Eagles, whatever. You don't have to show off that you like the Eagles. Like nobody gives a fuck at the game, dude. Like nobody gives a fuck. This isn't England. I get it. You let's say you're a Philadelphian who moved to Los Angeles. Cool. Why are you wearing a Zach Ertz jersey to a Rams Seahawks game? I, I just don't get that. Dude, dude, to me, you know what that is? That That's the adult bringing a baseball glove. You know, Joe and I have both harped on that. That's yeah. the adult bringing a baseball glove. And I go to about one Rams game, two Rams games a year, and I see it every year. I just don't get it. I don't get it. And you, I told you, I was going to just start yelling at people, like in our section. Why are you wearing an Andrew Luck jersey? There was two Mexicans, two rows in back of me, in full Eagles gear. Full Eagles gear. The jerseys, the pants. What are you doing? 
It makes no sense. It doesn't make sense. It's like a priest showing up to give mask, fucking dressed as Santa Claus. He's like, well, I like Christmas. I'm here to give I'm here to give mass dressed as fucking Santa Claus. No, it's that's not that's not how it works. It's fucking retarded. Anyway, I had to get that out, Maddie. Apparently, uh, there's a there's a there's a I package should... at my door. I look at the YouTube comments. Is section. that what it is? I think there's been a package at the door. Is that what the the the? Uh, I think that was what the knock was for. Should you open it? You want me to grab it? You might as well. Don't get it stolen. All right. That was I'll, scary though on a Sunday night. I want you to I want you to here, I'm just going to leave this here. Okay. And we talk about it during the game. You talk about this while I grab the package. I want Maddie's hot take on if the Rams can challenge the Chiefs for that division. The division, the Chiefs and the the Rams? The Chiefs are they're one game back of the Chiefs. But they're in a different uh Chargers. Oh yeah, okay. Chargers. I love the Chargers. I thought the Chargers would win 9 or 10 games this year. That was my big bold prediction. I thought they win the division. I didn't know how good Pat Mahomes would be. The Chiefs, I'm going to say no. As much as I love the Chargers, they're not in the same class as the Chiefs. I think the Chiefs will beat them again. I think the Chiefs go 14-2, and 13-3 at worst. The Chargers get a wild card. So I'm going to say no, but I'm really proud of the my L.A. Chargers this year for how great of a season they've had. What did you get there? A gift? I assume it's from the mayor. It says, today, I'm either a rainbow. It's on Mermaid right now. A dreamer. What the fuck? Unicorn. What is this for? I don't know. Here it is, guys. Let, let, Let me flip it around. That's what scared me, that knocking. Weird. <sighs> it's been a weird day. I mean, what are you going to do with that? I don't know. He, the fucking mayor is weird, man. Where did he find that? Like a, a garage sale or something? Uh, who knows? Who knows? What are people saying? I don't know. You don't read the comments? I try not to. Oh, I'll go to a comment if you want me to about my rant. I see Cutter. My boy Cutter left one. There are rare exceptions. I once wore a red shirt to a game. They were not playing in Chicago. I didn't know I was going to the game. Got great seats Bullshit. last minute. Bullshit. Bullshit. Liar cutter. You're a liar. Pants on fire. You wanted to show everybody you were a Reds fan in Chicago. You liar. Liar pants on fire. Cutter. Bitch. <laughs> yeah, step to that. I don't care anymore, Andy. I'll fight anybody. I'll pretend to fight anybody because I have nothing to lose. What, why are you being so dramatic today? Because I'm a drama queen. Everybody knows I'm a drama queen. What other games? The Lions and the Bears. The Bears won easily. Yeah. Uh, the Cardinals covered, which sucked. I like Josh Rosen because he's Jewish like me. So you you got to stick up for your people. Of course, man. How many Jewish quarterbacks? The last one was Jay Fiedler. Remember him? Yeah. I didn't know he was Jewish. Yeah. Who wins the AFC South? I'm going to take the Texans, but God, it's gotten really exciting. Who knew that would be a good division? That's always the ass division. I don't of the think NFL. it's a good division. It's gotten a lot better. You got the six and three Titans. You got the five and four. I mean, you got the six and three Texans. You got the five and four Titans now. 
And then you got the Colts, who are what? Three and four and one or something? What are they? What's the Colts their... are four, four and five. So, yeah, you got two teams that are pretty good, and then one that's the Colts. You know, you can see Andrew Luck is getting better and better each week. His arms, you know, like he's, he's starting to come back to who he was. Yeah. So you got three really competitive teams now where the division was such a freaking, uh, I always call the Saturday wild card game, the first one, the Bill O'Brien Bowl. That's my name for it. I always find that funny. So okay, well, one, then, one of those teams may not be in the Bill O'Brien let, Bowl this year. Let me ask you this then. Yes. Does a team from the AFC South win a playoff game? I can see maybe the Texans winning a game because Watson has a lot of magic and getting Thomas and Hopkins. That's pretty good uh, wide receiver crew. So I like I love Watson a lot. I can't see them winning a playoff game. Well, we talked about the uh, NFC being top heavy. Let's yeah. talk about the AFC. Your, your, patri- your Patriots. Oops. Your Patriots are sliding. I I think the end is they're it, it, they're not gonna make the Super Bowl. They might make the AFC Championship, but I can they're they're starting to slide. If the playoffs started today, I'll just go yeah. through it. Okay. If the playoffs started today. Your one and two seeds are the Chiefs and Steelers. Mm. The Pats would be a three seed and yeah. have a home game against the Bengals, which That's they would win by fifty fucking points. Yeah, and the Texans would have a home game against the Chargers. Ooh, that'd be a good game. See, if I was the Patriots, I'd much rather play the Bengals, of course, than the Chargers, of course. Yeah, I mean the Titans Chargers is a coin flip. And Texans Chargers, yeah, t- Texans Chargers. I'm gonna say it. I low key think the Chargers are like a Super Bowl sleeper. I like them a lot because but because they have a defense. That's the thing. They do. And and Bosa's out, and when Bosa comes back, they're going to be playing much better. I, I think low-key, again, low-key sleeper. The char- I mean, guys, the Chargers are 7-2. and two. They're one win away from beating the Chiefs. Granted, it would be in Arrowhead, uh, being tied for that division. The Chargers are pretty good. In fact, if you had a gun to my head and said, Chargers at Texans, the, where, where the standings are now, I take the Chargers. I put my money on the Chargers. But I do want to boast for a minute. I think the game's an absolute coin flip. I want to boast for a minute. Prano and I only had three different picks this week. Okay. I got all three right, to my knowledge. I could be wrong on this. Yep. Which means Prano is now down 10 games to me with seven weeks left. I'm feeling pretty confident in this bet. I think you got it. I mean... Now, we discussed last episode, it kind of involved a Super Bowl party at your place. Well, I'm, I'm happy to have it. There won't be the meatballs that we used to have or the <laughs> chicken parm sliders. There won't be any lesbian uh, scissoring in the bathroom. Um, How do you know that, Maddie? Who who am I going to have that I know that, that can provide such entertainment? Let's discuss this. If you had a Super Bowl party this year... Yeah. Basically, am I going to have to produce this thing? Let's you will, be honest. You, you will have to produce the lesbian scissoring in the no, toilet. No, no, no. I'm talking about running the whole show. No, I mean, I can do some stuff. Have you met the mayor? Uh, no. What if me and the mayor put on the whole Super Bowl party at your place? That would be amazing. He knows a lot of people. Yeah. He could get some people out. That would be great. And, like, he has... His friends are, like, professional party lawyers and business people. They're not degenerates. I'm down. I, I'm down because I need it. 
What do you think? Super Bowl uh, party I'm, at your I'm, place? I'm totally down. The pool in the hot tub again? Yeah, we could do it. What do you? I like Joe had a great idea last episode of us hiring, and we I would pay for it. By yeah. the way, the topless maids to clean your basement. That'd be hysterical. Would you be down? Yes. Would your sister okay it? She don't give a shit because she knows I've been I've you know I haven't had action in like a good four months. So it's, it's not prostitution. You're not having sex with these girls. Can I just answer the phone real quick? Yeah, who's calling you? Jason, because he's picking me up. Can we put him on the on the phone? Or? Uh, they're not gonna be able to hear that. All right, hold on. Hey, I'll be done in 10 minutes. This, right? is, this is unbelievable. 10 minutes? No, I don't know when we're going to be done. Don't tell them 10 minutes. Yeah, but that means 25 minutes. You tell people 10 minutes, but that means 25 minutes. <laughs> you never used that trick before? I'm I'm down for the, the topless maids. I'm down for anything. Okay. I'll, there won't be any meatballs. There won't be any delicious homemade Italian food. How do you There's, know that I can't make any of that stuff, Maddie? I don't know, man. That late, that girl's like four generation Italian. You know, her fucking grandma was making meatballs with her tits hanging down. <laughs> well, Matty G, I have something that'll cheer you up. Some Harry's razors. Look at me, dude. I haven't shaved for two weeks. Look I at know. all that gray I have in me my beard. Me too. I noticed the picture of us. I'm like, wow, I got a gray beard. Oh, I got a fully gray goatee. Let me get you some Harry's. Because Harry's is the number one quality blade out there. It's the only thing I use. It's the only thing Prano uses. And it's the only thing the Dirt Balls use. They also know that switching razors isn't easy. So they've created a trial offer. You can claim yours right now, Dirt Balls, by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Listen to this. Amazing $13 value trial set that comes with everything you need for a close and comfortable shave a weighted ergonomic handle, a five-blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel, and a travel blade cover. Dirt Balls, you can redeem your trial set right now at this very moment by going to harrys.com forward slash dirty. Make sure you go to harrys.com forward slash dirty to redeem your offer and let them know I sent you to help the show. And if you send me a screenshot of using Harry's.com forward slash dirty. You get you some koozies. Who doesn't want some free koozies, Maddie? I'm just thinking about topless maids. You want topless maids? I'm thinking like, what do they what do they wear on the bottom? Uh, just probably like a thong. Oh. What would you would, would you be down with that if we, if I paid for that? Fuck yeah! Like two or three topless maids. But here's the thing. But well, what it, do I do when they're working? You just hang out and watch TV. I'll be like, never mind me. I'm just going to do my thing. Don't mind me. Would you like some water? You, you, here's what you do when the topless maids are working. Yeah. You just like watch TV and do whatever you do. And yeah. uh, they just work topless. Do they ever like try to turn you on or are they just like. I don't know. I've never gotten them. God, they must. Be so weird. What a weird I world bet it's we a bunch in. of Russian chicks because there's a bunch of Russians out here. Yeah. Let me uh, let me put it into Google. You have you seen the trucks around? Yeah, I have. They have them all over L.A. Yeah, it's always weird when you see it like one o'clock in the afternoon. Topless maids based out of Beverly Hills close at two a.m. See, the the problem with those girls though, they're like Russian chicks, and then they're gonna like find out that I live in a big house, and they're gonna like have the Russian mafia like rob it. Dude, this site makes you verify your age. Jesus Christ. Like, what is this? I mean, come on. Like, wh what year is this? 2005? To verify my age? Yes, I'm fucking 18. It is a really bad website. It's an awful website. Okay. 
Enter Sight, Topless Maids. Oh, my God. They're gosh. based on Santa Monica Boulevard in Beverly Hills. Yeah, it's the same one. Yeah, I've seen that thing. See, oh, these girls, they, they don't even like, they're not really attractive to they, me because they're like not real. They also offer topless waitresses. Mm-hmm. They will not give the rates out. Should we have that for the Super Bowl and be really gross? Oh, here's what they charge. Rates, the two-hour packages, the best value. A topless maid for cleaning slash entertainment, $250. Or we could pay for a topless maid for cleaning entertainment fully nude for $350. You know you're really sad when people are like, we're going to get you a topless maid. Like, you, do you ever know that kid, that one kid that like never lost his virginity? He's like 25 or like 30. And then all his buddies are like, we're going to get him a hooker. Yeah. There's always that guy. And I know everybody's thinking, that's you, Maddie. Well, fuck you. It wasn't. But everybody's probably thinking that. But there's always that kid. And this is what I feel like. I'm like, I've like hit rock bottom. That's like, oh, we feel so bad for him. We're going to get a topless maid so he can look at titties while he does nothing. And she like cleans dog piss and shit. Well, First of all, their site doesn't load. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah, this is so ghetto, it's bro. It's the most ghetto site. And there's like a sil- awful silhouette of like, ah, uh, even the girls in the pi- like, the girls in the picture are like kind of not, you know, tempting. So like, how bad are the real girls going to be? Well, the like, site, like, wouldn't you think you would put like smoke shows in the pictures? Well, first of all, I find this funny. It says, check out the pictures of our topless maids. Females on the left, males on the right. Wait, there's dudes who clean? <laughs> hey, man. That's, that should be what you do, Goldberg. I wish. Imagine you... I showed up. Do I have my topless or my bottomless still? You got to go bottomless. Yeah. You can get shirts. They sell t-shirts and fucking... Wow. This V-necks is... and tank tops. So how about that Jimmy Butler trade? I think we should do this. 250 bucks for a topless maid. Who is that person on Twitter? I don't know. They have his Twitter connected. Who the fuck is this guy? I think there's no way these people actually show up. No, I think it's a scam, but I've I've seen the trucks before. The trucks are all... I, I think they bring a guy there just to make sure nothing happens. Like a guy sits outside. That's what I think happens. So like... If you get a topless maid, it'll be really bad because I live in a very, you know, family neighborhood. So that big fucking truck will be right outside my door with the picture of the girl's titties. Like your titties are basically hanging out in the picture on the on the truck. Here's what we should do. I don't have it set up. Yeah. If I had the phone system set up, we'd call him right now. I'd prank the shit out of him. Why don't, just, why don't we call him and record it? All right. Not right now. Afterwards. Why don't we call him sometime? All right. Let's do it. I'll just ask him dumb questions. Like, what exactly does the cleaning consist of? Like, you know. Because that's the thing. If we're going to hire topless maids, these these girls need to be cleaning. They can't just be topless. Like, they got to clean. Yeah. Which makes me think they're Russian. It's just, it's just bad news all around. Yeah, I don't know if this is, I don't know, I don't think your sister would like this. No, because I'm telling you, the truck would be outside. <laughs> so they'd be like, <laughs> The whole neighborhood where, where I have, like, little kids live in my neighborhood. It's all families. They're like, why is there a truck, topless maids with a girl with her titties hanging out in our neighborhood <laughs> on the side of the truck? <laughs> oh, well, that weird guy that lives in the basement that's always walking dogs. 
Yeah, he decided to order some topless maids <laughs> when his sister was gone. This reminds me of my buddy Kevin that died. Did I ever tell you the time that my buddy Kevin, uh, he got a hooker. She was so disgusting because he showed me like a video of her and she's twerking her ass. Should I show you how she's twerking? Yeah, go for it. Twerking like that, and then you hear a guy go, Yeah. And that was like her sample video. So she goes over there, she has sex with him, and then she calls him and she goes, I want to have a threesome with another guy, and I'll do it for free if I can come back to your house. Now, he lived in Greenwich, Connecticut, so his parents are really rich. And he was thinking about doing it. Maybe he has a, you know, he goes both ways, who knows. But what happened was, he noticed that he had a, a, a lap, not a laptop, but a MacBook, no, not a MacBook, a iPad in the shitter, and it was gone. She went to piss, and his, his uh, iPad was gone. She stole it. She stole it. So then he accused her of stealing it, and she goes, I didn't take it. And then she's like, I'll sell it back to you for like $500. Those things don't even cost $500. Exactly. He was just like, forget it. He just cut his losses. But it was a mess. Did he bang her? Yeah, he did. And then she stole his iPad afterwards. Yeah. And then she said she wanted to have a threesome with him for free with another guy, which meant, I go, dude, do you realize that if she did that, that guy would have came to your house and fucking killed you and probably robbed you for everything that you were about to be set up? You dumb fuck. So, like, it's very sketchy to have this topless maids at my place, so even, you, even though it sounds quite tempting. So you went from all in to, like, nah, well, you know, it sounds good on paper, but then seeing the website, I think you're we, like, this is some shifty shit. I think shit. we could hire, dude, I bet we could hire an Instagram model to go topless for 250 Yeah, bucks. we could do that. Or maybe I could get a real girlfriend and she could clean my apartment topless. No, let's- that, That's the hardest. Let, let's be realistic here. Exactly. Let's just be realistic here. It's It's been rough, people. But you're here. I'm alive. I went to a football game today. You went to a football game today. You know who else is alive? Who's that? And is moving to Philly. Jimmy Butler. Yeah, see, that's for Prano because he's the NBA guy. You don't follow the NBA at all? A little when the playoffs start. I'm confused about this trade, though, because I thought from all reports, Houston was going to give up three or four first-round picks. And what Minnesota gets now is Robert Covington, uh, Saric, and then a future second round pick. It just doesn't sound like an even trade. I think they were just I think they were ready to get rid of Butler. It's like salary dump. And they were just ready to get rid of him. Yeah. Right? I, I would imagine it's just like, all right, well, he's got a big contract. We'll just get rid of the contract. Oh, trust me, I can't wait to talk NBA with Prano next episode. Yeah, he knows more about it than I do. But not even just with that. With Mello. Well, me, I agree with him on that. I've been agreeing with him on that for years. Mello is a big cancer. Like, he's just a pain in the butt. Yeah. You know, I, you know, I knew Melo sucked about five years ago when he was on the Knicks. There was an article about him in ESPN, which is the worst sports journalism magazine. And the whole point of the article was, like, Melo's learning, like, there's more to ba- life than basketball, and he wants to be a businessman. And that was the article's about. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck that you want to be a businessman. You're getting paid $20 million to play for the Knicks. That should be your main concern. 
If that's not your main concern, don't take the fucking money. But don't do an article how there's like more to life than basketball. That pissed me off. But why? Hold on a second. I'm just trying to understand. That's like saying none of these guys should do anything besides what they do mm. playing sports. Tom Brady has a lot of business ventures he, outside of football. Yeah, but what do you think is number one priority? The Anna fucking L. Sure, but my point is he still has a lot of other ventures. But he would never say like, well, you know, there's more to life than football. You know, like I'm trying to run. I'm trying yeah, to but hold on a second. prepare hold myself on a second. after. Hold on after. a second. I'm just trying to understand because him saying there's more to life than basketball is basically saying there's more to life than my job. My point is take the athlete out of it. If a guy who works as an accountant comes home and says, there's more to life than me auditing people. You'd agree with him, correct? Yeah, but that's a different type of job. That's apples and oranges. Like in They're your, both jobs. But when you're an athlete, it's so competitive. You're like, my focus is rings. My focus is being the best player I can be. It's not my focus is my, my future after basketball. Well, if that's your, your main focus, quit basketball and go right to your main. That's great. Good, more power to you. But I don't want my franchise guy, like, you know, main focus not being basketball. And I was like, this guy's, you don't want him as your as your franchise guy. Look, I, I'm not a, like, I'm not a mellow defender. I'm just, yeah. I'm just trying to understand the mindset of him saying there's other things besides me dribbling a ball and putting it in a hoop. That's all I'm trying to understand. I get that, but it's also, that's what you're getting paid $20 million to make the What do you think LeBron's number one concern is? Rings. Okay. Even though he's involved in a lot of and entertainment And being stuff. the greatest basketball player ever. And guess what? He's so much more talented than Melo than he could, you know, he doesn't even have to, he, you know, Melo has to play harder. As as talented as Melo was, he doesn't have the talent that LeBron James Well, does. of course not. I, I would never compare Melo yeah. to LeBron. I'm just, I'm using LeBron as an example because he also obviously. If you ask LeBron right now. What is your main concern? It's like bringing a championship to the Lakers. Okay. That's what you would say his first thing. I'd agree. I wouldn't be like, well, there's life after basketball. I want to have, you know, I want to get into business and do other things and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, if you do, then do it. You know, stop hurting every team you're on. Well, it looks like he's done. That's why I said I can't wait to talk to Prano next episode because from all reports, the Rockets are going to cut mellow. He just doesn't fit anywhere. Anywhere. No. He's not even at that Dominique Wilkins, like, scored 30 points, don't play any defense, uh, you know, lackadaisical bullshit. Like, he can't even do that anymore. Yeah. He's, no, he's, he's far past those days. Yeah. He's, he's, like, he's about four years removed from those days. Three years removed yeah, from those I mean, days. He's probably ready to hang it up. Our go Stefan Marbury, play in China, dominate. That's where it's at right now. Yeah, go to another country and just dominate. You know, China pays those guys crazy money. I wouldn't be surprised if he plays overseas next year. You think those guys when they go to China just bang the shit out of Chinese girls? Well, no, a lot of tourists, European tourists, stuff like that. You don't think they're banging Chinese girls? Maybe. Why not? But why would you say European tourists? I don't know. I think they're banging everybody. Yeah. Well, I, I was talking to a girl who was in Japan visiting, and I'm like, what's it like out there? She's like, there's so many like European drunk tourists. They're all like hitting on everybody. So even like in those countries, like that's what's going down. You never left the country, have you? I've been to Toronto. <laughs> <laughs> all 
I don't know why I'm asking Maddie this. He went to his first football game at 42 today. Yeah. You've never been to a college game. Nope. I want to go to UCLA Bruins game. You want to go to the Rose Bowl? Yeah. Because nobody goes. They suck. You think Chip Kelly will turn them around? Yep. Let me ask you a college football question. Yeah. We were talking about it tonight. It's crazy watching Bama this year, and I've watched them play a lot, because they don't have the star players, the the, the guys who are going to win Heisman's what on about offense. Quarterback? No, the, the quarter. No, yeah, I'm an idiot for saying that. Hold on a second. The quarterback's going to win a Heisman. So, but what I meant was like the guys who are going to go to the NFL. Like, like we see all these stud guys. Yeah. At skill positions, at receiver, sure, running sure. back, defensively, that are studs in the NFL. My point is, like right now. I I would argue this is one of the best teams I've ever seen. But my point is. They they lack like the star power offensively of like a Matt Liner, Reggie Bush, uh, Lindell White. You know what I'm saying? Like all those guys were like first round picks offensively. And oh, I yeah. could be wrong. Maybe I don't. Maybe I don't know the team enough. But my point is, is this the best Bama team? I mean, on pay, on what they're doing on the field, yes. I mean, they're just shutting teams down, and. You know, to play two ranked teams and not give up a touchdown or a point for eight quarters is really impressive. And then it's like their their offense the last two weeks weren't as good as it was before. But, like, there's never – I don't think as a as if you're an Alabama fan, there's never been one moment in this season where you're like, oh, my God, I could lose this game. Ever. There's never a moment where you're like, oh, my God, like, we're in trouble. Or, like, this is going to be a sweat. Not a moment. They're that good. They're that good. I don't see anybody beating them. What about Clemson? See, the thing was, Clemson, when they beat him a few years ago, they needed a, a veteran Watson on his fourth year to beat him. They got a rookie quarterback. He's got nice hair. He's a good-looking kid. But as a freshman, no way. And that's the, the, the second-best team. You got to depend on a freshman who, who, granted, has a lot of talent. What about, the, what about Georgia in the SEC championship? Do you give Georgia any chance? Now, Georgia no. got killed by LSU. No, I don't give them a chance. No. I like Georgia, but they're not in the class of Alabama. Uh, Alabama is by far the best team. I think Alabama beats Georgia by anywhere from 13 to 20 points. So it's a blowout. It's not a... 13 points is a, is a good game. You played a good game. Like, I thought LSU played... Alabama as tough as they could play. Like they played up to their level and they still got beat by 23 points. Yeah. And that's amazing. Because I thought LSU played really hard. It wasn't like they made a lot of mistakes. They just weren't good enough. You know what we need to do? What's that? We need to do like a porn reenactment with Nick Saban. See, I don't even know him because he's so vanilla. I didn't have really a porn reenactment planned. I haven't been watching porn either. You've been watching porn? I haven't been. What are you doing with your day? What are you doing with your time? I'm just dead inside. I'm waiting for Prano to bury me. <laughs> That's all I want is Prano to just put me to bed. I don't think he will because you're asking him to. I know. He'll do the opposite. He'll do the complete opposite. I know. He's tricky like that. He'll probably be like, Maddie's a great guy. You just need your confidence back. 
We'll go out. I'll be your wingman, Maddie. You'll be fine. You're an awesome, funny guy. I mean, You're so talented. Me, Tom Brady is a great quarterback. Me, you, and Prano and his manager went to that Dodgers game a few months ago. Yeah. When we got back. Sure. Uh-oh. Do you remember how nice Prano was? It was very nice. He said, Ruther, we're going to move Maddie's bed in his bedroom. We're going to rearrange his bedroom real quick. Yeah. When you, when that was you, very kind of him. When you drop him off, Ruther, we're going to rearrange his bedroom. That way Maddie will sleep in it. Still haven't. You still haven't slept in the bedroom? No. Where do you sleep? Couch. You can't do that. I know. There's like an intervention. You're getting blown up. You want us to wrap this up? No. Uh, this is somebody who's listening to the show. Already. I work to mend. Let's see. Don't, don't be reading your text. I work to mend fences to get you and Andy back together. My thanks is getting called a liar and a bitch. Shaking my head. Just kidding. Love the impersonation. The cutter? Yeah. Cutter, go play 18 rounds of golf and shove it up your Ohio ass with your sexy wife cheerleader. (laughs) You know I love you, Cutter. You know I love you. All right, Maddie. You and I are exhausted. We had a long day. I know. I'm out of my mind. Listen, Joe, I love you, but you can bury me. All right. You heard it here first. Prano? And me. When you're back next episode. By the way, can I just say one other thing? Like, when you sleep on the couch and shit, it just sucks, dude. No one's stopping you from sleeping in a bed. I was in Vegas last week. It was the first time I slept in a bed, and it was like, wow, this is really nice. Go sleep in your fucking bed. I know. Go sleep in your bed. I get triggered. No, you're letting yourself get triggered. By saying, I get triggered, you're letting yourself get triggered. I see like these rows of these vintage dresses that used to be like hanging up and I see them and then I start freaking out and I have to run into the other room. You need to see somebody, dude. I know. Have you ever seen a psychologist? I'm going to. Have you? I will. Because I need to see one too. Yeah, we can go together. Maybe we can get like a, a discount deal. You're telling me to kill myself. Next time you're on the subway, go out the other side on the bridge and just jump off. Maddie, we need you here. We need you present. A Super Bowl party. With us. Yeah, how can we do a Super Bowl party without you? After the Super Bowl, that's it. Goldberg, stop being dramatic. I know, I know. I love you guys. You good, guys are the best. Good to have you back. I'm back. Guys, speaking of being back, Prana will be back next episode. Oh, boy. I can only imagine what he's going to say about me. Where can people follow you on Twitter, Goldberg? At Maddie Goldberg one, and then on Instagram at Maddie Goldberg. And uh, I made a funny video about this movie Mandy. It's in my little bio on Instagram. It's funny. So go check Where that. I take a shitload of edibles and go to this crazy movie. Yeah, I didn't really understand it. We haven't even fully talked about it. You gotta watch the movie and understand it. Well, watch it, guys. Go support my boy Maddie over here. He wants you to end him, and uh, it's the only way he can go out only on top. Prano, Prano's got to end me. Follow me at Andy Ruther. Follow Joe at Fix Your Life on Twitter and at Joe Prano on Instagram. And uh, same thing, guys. iTunes reviews with screenshots or using our promo code to get you some koozies. A lot will be sent out this week. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. Subscribe to us on YouTube. And we'll be setting up some live YouTube events with um, us broadcasting 
football or possible basketball games coming up here soon. So we'll check that out. All right, Thorpe Rawls, thank you for listening. Thank you for all the support. And most importantly, don't forget, condoms are for pussies.